Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Celtic and Rangers cruising at the weekend. Five goal Celtic are table toppers again. 24 hours after Rangers, the four goal victory over St. Johnson, saw them take the lead overnight. Who can catch them this season? Three games down, Barry Ferguson, only 35 to go. Yeah, there's a, a long way to go. But listen, uh, both Rangers and Celtic have got off to great starts um, and they're producing um, some good displays and scoring goals. So, as I said, Paul, when the season started, it's going to be difficult for them to take points off Rangers and Celtic. If they're at it, the quality that they've got, not just in the starting eleven that the manager picks, it's what they can bring off the bench. And that was shown again um, at the weekend with, with Rangers, with Arfield and Lawrence coming off the bench, scoring goals, and then you've seen Celtic with Giamakis, Giacomakis, sorry, and Starfelt coming on, Forrest as well, Abada. So the quality that both of them have got, if they're on it and their attitude spot on, I can't see MD getting near them. Mark, Barry, we'll get straight into it at the weekend. They were saying who's the best player so far this season. Chris Boyd suggested it was Ryan Kent. Fadi disagreed, James McFadden. What would you say? Who's the best after three games? After three games, it's easy for me to to say. It's it's Jota with the way he started, with his assists and uh, the goals that he scored. But we're only three games in. As you mentioned earlier on, there's another 35 (laughs) games. It could be Kyogo, Callum McGregor, Morelos, Kent, Tillman, who again, really impressed at at the weekend. So I think there's a long way to go before we we decide who's the best player in Scotland. But at this early stage, listen, Jota's got off to an absolute flyer. Massive start for both sides to the old firm at the weekend, Mark. They've uh, three games down, nine points. Yeah, I mean, Paul, I thought at the start of the season, I think if you look at what Celtic won the title with last season, was it maybe 91 points? I said it'd be up to, I think, the, the title winner. You, you might need to get to 100 points to win the title this season, 114 up for grabs. It's not going to be far off it. Uh, they are relentless. Uh, both of them watched Rangers on Saturday, special performance. Tailman. Um, it's man. Ryan Kent's not even the best player at Rangers never mind the best player in the country at the moment um, he's a good player and obviously he'll be an important part tomorrow but um, he's, he's not been on it yet um, but Tillman uh, really looks the part and you know speaking to people at Rangers on, on, on Saturday Paul they've, they think he's a bit special they think you know he's destined for for big big things in the game and that's why he's at Bayern Munich and um, it's a great compliment to Rangers and to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst at Bayern Munich I've trusted because that's not a guy that's you know so far out there but there's a guy that they, Bayern Munich sees some that can play for them but they've given him out to, to, to Rangers alone so it, it's good and he was special um, on Saturday and for, for Celtic Jota is obviously catches the eye you know his goals and plays with a smile on his face he's a great personality as well but you know what Greg Taylor's been every bit as good in the, the opening three games of the season. He's had to hold off um, Bernabeu um, as well. So you look at Greg Taylor and what he does 
Uh, for Celtic, he plays a very important role too. But obviously, Jota grabs the, the headlines. Kyogo as well. We haven't mentioned him yet, Barry. A couple of goals so far. And he would be a contender for one of the informed players at the moment. Yeah, again, he's got off to a, a, a good start. I mean, Celtic's first goal. Um, it was a great goal. You, you heard Postacoglu speak um, after in his, his interview. It's something they work on quite a lot with the fullback coming inside. And obviously, um, it's the way that Greg Taylor receives the ball. He opens his body straight away. He knows what's round about him and he plays a great ball through. Um, but it's made that it makes that run. Um, and a great ball across and obviously Kyogo finishes. Again, I watched both games and, and two of them are they're so strong. Cruising. And I keep going back to it. It's the strength and depth mm. that they've got. And when they do start to get a bit tired or, or leggy, they can go and make the changes. And, and the, the guys that they're bringing off the bench, both Rangers and Celtic, um, I make them even stronger at times. So every bit is good and sometimes better, the ones yeah, they're bringing I mean, on. you could yeah. argue with, with Rangers at the weekend, Lawrence and Arfield could easily, for me, start Kamara, Morelos, and then you look at Celtic, James Forrest, Jackie Marcus, Starfield played every single game last year, Abada. Um, so these are the guys that both Rangers and Celtic are bringing off the bench and it's it's real quality. Um, throughout the squad we're going to talk about it in the next couple of hours 0808 17 17 700 you know the number for Glasgow's own Go Radio with Macklin Motors it's Mark Guidi Barry Ferguson Paul Cooney what a weekend what a weekend for Motherwell and uh, the first full game in charge you know as the full time manager Stephen Hamilton takes them to Aberdeen Aberdeen 2 Motherwell 3 we'll speak about it in a moment and they deserved it yeah they did didn't they yeah yep. a goal they, up they then 2-1 down you just and, had yep. to listen to uh, Jim Goodwin after it, he was really disappointed, but he, he praised Mother and says that they thoroughly deserved the, the three points. And the difference is Mother making that decision, giving Stevie Hamill um, the reins. And I, I think, well, I hope that he does a, a good job because you like to see young managers been given that opportunity, and certainly Stevie Hamill's been given that. And as permanent boss, he's got off to a great start. We'll go through all the games during the next couple of hours. Livy winning 2-1 at home to Hebs. Rangers 4-0 against St. Johnson. Cholak, Tillman, Arfield and Lawrence. And St. Mirren getting off the mark. A one-goal victory against Ross County. Richard Tate, what a goal. We'll talk about that in the next couple of hours. And then on Sunday, Kamarnock nil, Celtic 5, Kyogo, Jota, Moritz Jens, Starfeld and Gikamakis. And then Hearts 4, Dundee United 1. Lawrence Shanklin took his time, didn't he? 40 four seconds or something to score uh, against his old club what do you think 08 08 17 17 700 um, and the managers then one of the big topping points was obviously Saturday down south Man United losing 4-0 at Brentford could have been more and what about Tuchel versus Conte I want to ask you Barry during the next couple of hours have you ever been involved in any games like that where the managers have gone head to head well not as fiery as the, what, I, what I watched yesterday, but you get that. That's, that's passion. That shows me that both managers are, are so committed to the cause. Um, listen, see, as long as there's no blood and no fisticuffs, I don't mind it. And I think if you ask your fans, uh, one thing that you need in football is passion. And when a manager shows that at the side of the pitch, the players relate to that. Um, there was one... Uh, I'm saying no long ago, maybe 10, 12 years ago, caused in Neil Lennon oh, yeah. at the side. Mm -hmm. a, a bit of... Um, turn and throwing um, but listen for me as I said it shows that they care they're desperate to win and you've seen that with the game I thought it was a brilliant game to watch two teams um, Chelsea were a better team no doubt yeah. about it uh, but you see with the, the equaliser Spurs to make right it one each yeah. Conte's right the in passion. his face and yeah. then 
Chelsea go 2 1 up and Tuchel's running past the bench giving it he's quite all fast. Sorts. <laughs> Tuchel, he can move. Yeah, I would have I would have um, slid in and tackled him there if he was running past me. But listen, I don't mind that. That just shows me that the, the sheer commitment to these two managers because let's be honest, they're under pressure yeah. to get results, both of them. They're only in 12 million a year. Mark, was, <laughs> that's, not too bad, that's not bad. Mark, uh, were you ever involved? Do you remember? You must covering football over the years, those kind of confrontations. Oh, I, remember, yeah. I do remember also the one, the, the, the Scottish right. Cup replay that Barry's talking about. Um, we Celtic and Rangers. Were you played in that, to, Barry? Uh, Did you play? No, you didn't. Led to the, 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 a government in, in, inquiry and all sorts of oh, things. They went right over the top. Oh, it was ridiculous. Remember, people were called to Holyrood and all oh, that. Yes, yeah. It was a piece of nonsense. Um, but yeah. it was a good incident. It was a good incident. Um, and uh, it's never ever come out what Alan McCoy said to whisper to Neil Lennon can you tell um, us you played fives no, with him no the other I, day? I no. can't right, but okay. um, uh, other ones I remember Walter Smith and mixed with Pat Alainen in a Scottish Cup yeah, game um, uh-huh. uh, at Ibrox in the, in the dugouts I remember covering Hamilton against St Johnson and uh, Ricky Foster um, and Danny Swanson both in the same team the same St Johnson team traded blows both get sent off um, so there's been a few but content took all was brilliant I'd love that, you know, and for the television viewer, for the people inside Stanford Bridge, for the players seeing that, seeing that coming from the the managers and the backroom staff and everybody else, um, great. But I thought Anthony Taylor, who's such a good referee, he had a shocker, but VAR were even worse. They didn't oh. help him properly yesterday um, I, down I, there. I, really, really bad. I, I couldn't believe the one at the corner where um, the Spurs players... Romero on Chukarella. Mm. Uh, He's clearly, and you can see the referee, He's clearly looking at it and he's pulled his hair. I, I mean, I can see why Chelsea are, are fuming. And then what, what led to that corner kick with the, the Tottenham player going back, it was a clear foul. And again, that's where VAR, I mean, with the, with the corner, surely they've got to see that. So much to talk about. We haven't even mentioned 24 hours from now, all eyes will be heading towards Ibrox. Oh, oh now you're talking. <laughs> Look at Barry's face. Oh. We'll get it on the socials. Oh, Tomorrow oh, night, Champions League qualifier. Oh. Oh. That's just oh. stunning. That's stunning. I, do you know I can picture teams? I can picture like, the ball boys. You yeah. know, waving uh, the, 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 the big ball thing that they have in the mat. Oh, I mean, God, you've played it and captained Rangers. But even just as a fan in the media, I just watch, you just... Honestly, but it's so special that that music and just that final 60 seconds before kickoff, it's absolutely brilliant. Yep, and a, a lot of these Rangers players have never sampled that, so they, they would have watched it on, on TV. So when they're line, lined up, facing the main stand and that tune comes on, it's it's amazing. Then see when the tune stops, the roar, the roar of the, the, the fans, It's that's what playing football's all about. And honestly, I can't wait for tomorrow night. I think it's going to be a cracker. PSV, great result of the weekend. You're still playing that in the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the 12 inch version, it's the epic version. That's it from us. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. So, PSV, good result of the weekend. Was, all 5, five two. 2. So, they, yeah. they're going to come and uh, look, I don't think they're going to sit back. They're going to have a go. But I think that'll play into Rangers' hands. Um, but certainly, as I said, with, with, with the fans behind um, the Rangers team. And now Rangers are starting to motor a wee mm-hmm. bit. Good performance again against St. Johnson. few goals. They've got to, as I said in, in Friday, they've got to make sure that they go over to Eindhoven with a decent um, a decent result. More from Barry on that shortly. And we're going to speak to GVB today. Oh, you have to. I mean, And of course, Rangers, hopefully, two games away from it. Celtic are there as well. This could be a, a season like no other 12 could be years. Since, yeah, it could yeah, be an epic one. long uh, time, Paul. Yeah, and what a game it's going to be, Rangers PSV. Absolutely outstanding fixture to look forward to.
What a way. You're like an operatic conductor. <laughs> 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 I want to be down. And that's a timely introduction. You're standing in a box. If you want. Hugh's on the line from Lanark. Hi, Hugh. Uh, Good evening, guys. What an introduction for me. Thanks for yeah. the music. Exactly, we got the orchestra for you. Thanks, chaps. Thanks, ladies. Yep, thank you. <laughs> Just uh, failing before out. I go, obviously go to, uh, before I go to my main point about Stevie Hammond Mallow, uh, you know I'm a Mallow fan. Yep. I do agree with Barry. I, I actually think I fancy Rangers strongly tomorrow night um, for a 3 1 victory because I think at Ibrooks, they're so difficult to break down to beat. And if PSV do come out, it's playing right in the Rangers' hands. So good luck to him. I actually do hope they get there. Um, I would like to see that. Brilliant, Hugh. That's what we're all about. Yeah. You know, it's great, Mark. Wouldn't no, it be fantastic tomorrow it's night? Be, yeah. You know, it's going to be a, a, a cracker. I, I read um, Derek McInnes' column in the Mail on Sunday. Yes, I don't know if you read it, Barry. It was a brilliant column talking about his own journey for that game. But he was asked to, to man Mark Nealis mm-hmm. by Dick. Dick had frozen him out, brought him back in for the game. And Derek said he, he, he got man of the match. And he said he thought Michael Moles mm-hmm. was exceptional uh, that night and singled out yourself and uh, Lorenzo. Um, as well, but he said, you know, Van Nistelrooy, seventy percent of his goals came from Nealis. Mm-hmm. We spoke, we spoke so about the, him. So yep. they had that. So Derek's column was good, but just talking about again about the atmosphere and and Ibrox and PSV. I think it's going to be a cracker, Paul. Yeah. Everybody, you speak to the Dutch guys over by Bert Cornerman, Michael Moles, Arthur Newman. They're all, and even I think Giovanni. They're all saying it's fifty-fifty. I would, I would make Rangers very slight favourites. Very, very slight. I've got a really good feeling for Rangers over the over the two legs um, that they're going to do it I really do I just think there's something there's something but PSV okay. are a really good team um, I know Rangers will need to do a bit special to beat yeah, them over the two who legs who handles the occasion better yeah. there's going to be a lot of pressure um, and the same as I said like the PSV they've played in big games quite a few of them wouldn't have sampled but they're going to sample uh, tomorrow night at Ibrox Hugh let's turn to Motherwell you'll yeah. be loving the league table today Celtic and Rangers on nine Hearts on seven and then fourth position, Motherwell, then Livy, on six. Is it too early to say this is a turnaround? I, I think it's that would be putting too much pressure and too much expectations. And I think we'll def, we're definitely enjoying it. And I think on Saturday, by far the better team should have scored more goals. We weren't clinical enough, especially one-on-one and with Van Veen one-on-one. Just, I'm shouting, hit, hit the ball. <laughs> uh, and also when he, when he's, the keeper's up for for their corner kick and I'm thinking just hit it just hit a shot at goal uh, but yeah so impressed with how the team can set up now I think if you look at Alexander's tactics previously it was quite negative and I've said it on this programme before um, and I think with Stevie Hamill coming in Barry will know him really well when we play against him such like and it was just so refreshing to see a team going forward instead of not the ball but just lumping it Clean through the midfield was phenomenal. You see, Slarry came on to him, fantastic. Nearly as I thought was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And that's missing. That drive forward and passion, and that comes through the manager, in my opinion, comes wholly and directly straight from Stevie Hamill. Barry? Yeah, I, I watched the highlights. And just to me, if you, I was watching the Muddle players closely, it looks to me if they're in a happy place. They, I, I think they were desperate for Stevie Hamill to get the job. Um, and the difference in them, they were so attack-minded that I looked at the wide players, they were high and wide as before, they were really like off the off the, the ball quite a bit and defensive defensively minded, but under Stevie Hamill, they're, they're going to attack, and that's what they've done up at Petaudry, and look, they, they should have won by more, no doubt about it, and I'm, it's great to see young managers getting the opportunity, and I think in time, um, 
he's got a couple of weeks he makes a few signings because I do think they need a, a couple of yeah. players in but I think it could be a good season and I think Mullow have appointed the right man in Stevie Hamill because um, he gets the club mm. he knows the club inside sure. out the fans will relate to him he'll relate to the fans and I think it's a good piece of business with the Mullow board making that appointment Mark? Yeah, I mean, I think after, despite the fact that Hugh will know Motherwell qualify for Europe, it's not been a great 2022. Uh, there's a lot of frustration with the fans' results, you know, with, with Graham Alexander. Um, so I think somebody like Stevie Hamill coming in, and it's clear to see that the players did want him. Now you look at it, you're saying six points, Paul, from yep. three games, brilliant. It could have been seven. There were a, an injury time winner from St. Johnson from getting a point. So they could actually be sitting, you know, level with Hearts on, on seven points. But all things considered, it's a good start. I do know they're very close to bringing in one or two um, players I'm sure that Hugh and other Motherwell supporters will be excited about over the next oh. couple of days so they've been really active one or two try, try to get at least yeah try to get um, help Stevie Hamill um, obviously Saturday was a great result I don't think many of us could see that coming to be perfectly honest against Aberdeen at Pataudry but they know there's still work to be done it's a great start that they've had but they're not fooled into thinking the squad's perfect you know they've still got a number of players um, short but they're certainly on the on the right track get to me, it looked like they played with a bit of freedom under Graham Alexander. That they were more constrained. Yeah, yeah and, were... and like sitting behind the ball yeah. and mm. scared to concede a goal. But under Stevie Hamill, it looked if like they were confident. They played in tight spaces. They made the pitch big. Mm. And uh, as I said, it could have been four or five. They, they would have went away for Petardi. Disappointed. It was only three mm. two because um, they thoroughly deserved it. And hopefully, he's been given a wee bit of money to go and strengthen. Because I do think if they do bring in two or three players. Mm. They, they will be okay this season, Mother. Mark, any sign of Mikey Johnson, do you think, making the journey along? Maybe even on loan? I, th I think that's something that, that Motherwell and other clubs will be exploring. I think it's kind of common knowledge that Mikey Johnson's available. Um, a lot would be what, what Celtic thinks the right club um, for him. And, and obviously Mikey would have a say as well in where he wanted to go. But I think we said it in the programme last week, if it was an option to go to Motherwell, I can see that being a good fit for both parties. Hugh, final thought? Uh, yeah, really positive, really, really great start for Hammy. And yeah, let, let's let's give him. I know Mark's seen about two or three players out there. There's four, four in the pipeline with one a definite. Um, should be announced on Thursday. I've heard that's a definite. Just paint it paper needs to go, and that's it. Thursday. So what? I'm really excited about it. Good. Here's Barry. Yeah, and they've got a player in their hands. I, I mentioned him last year. Keep your eye on him this year if he continues his progression. Cornelius oh. in the middle of the pitch yeah. again. He was a standout at, at the weekend and it's one of the ones that Munro fans will know and Munro as a club will know if, if he performs to that level there'll be clubs sniffing about him. Great call, thanks you. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go, go. Radio Football Show Paul Cooney Barry Ferguson Mark Guidi thanks for all your calls 08 08 17 17 700 and for all the downloads over 2 million to the Go Radio Football Show well what a weekend it was cruise control for Rangers on Saturday and then Celtic on Sunday five goal win in the sunshine at Kilmarnock and Postacoglu you know days like this you can sort of just try and get through them and, and sort of get your win and, and, and leave but you know, that's not the kind of football team we want to be you know every game gives us an opportunity to, to play our football and, and, and try and be as dominating as we can and um, you know if it doesn't work out, it, it's not because we haven't intended to do so. So, you know, we don't need to make excuses at the end of it. We just try and play our football and, uh, like I said, we've got our rewards. 
Barry, they got the rewards and it's a special brand of football. Yeah, I, I was impressed with the performance because you're going down to Kilmarnock, artificial surface, roasting hot day, um, but I thought the, the, the coat were and they got off to the ideal start in terms of getting that goal after seven minutes and that settled them down and let's be honest, they, they, they controlled the, the, the full game. Derek's team came out in the second half and did okay for a 20-minute period. Um Stopping Celtic for getting any more goals, but once they got that fourth, they were, they were as you mentioned, the word it was cruise control for them. Derek will be disappointed with some of the goals. The first, the first goal, we, um, it was actually the wide boy gets caught ball watching, but it is a great ball for yeah. Taylor and a great run for Mieda. Um, the goalkeeper for the second, I'd expect Big Sam Walker. I think if you ask him himself, his, his hands got to be, be stronger. Um, and same for Starfelt, he's got to catch up for me, but look. Celtic thoroughly deserved it. They were, as I said, they were too strong for Kilmarnock. And again, I keep going back to it and I keep mentioning it. Look at the players they brought on. Strong players, guys that could easily get into the starting 11. So, all in all, Celtic ran the show and thoroughly deserved the three points. And it could have been even more goals. Starfelt got his first goal for yeah. Celtic. And uh, Gikamakis coming on, overhead kick. Yeah. Um, Moritz as well. Overhead kick, no, kick. Side kick. Side kick. Side kick. Yeah, not quite. Scissor kick. kick. No. Yeah, good. Good finishes. Uh, you know, big uh, Jens's uh, goal was a cracker. Jackie Again, uh, a real special uh, finish. Well, maybe the goalkeeper maybe a wee bit disappointed with that one as well. Um, but Celtic just looking the part, Paul. And actually, you know, I think we spoke last week about Rangers. Would they want the game against Hibs postponed ahead of ahead of Pierce? You know, they want to keep a rhythm. I think see once the Champions League starts now, albeit Celtic might get a, a couple of defeats in there, maybe Manal might, but I don't know. We'll do, we can deal with that near the time. But I think Celtic would be so much better having two games a week just now as well. You, you see them getting better game on game. The ninety minutes that they put in and yesterday at Rugby Park uh, was pretty special with the conditions um, and everything uh, that goes with it. But um, you could see the pleasure and. You never really see Ange Postacoglu smiling much after a goal, but it shows you what a popular character and player that Starfield is in the group. When you see how they, they responded to him, how he responded to scoring his goal, and Ange Postacoglu, that's probably the happiest I've ever seen him after Celtic <laughs> scoring a goal. And I think it was the fourth that made it 4 0. It wasn't an important goal, but I think for Starfield, I think he's a popular guy in the group, popular in the dressing room, a good pro, uh, as most Scandinavians um, are. But yeah, Celtic are looking pretty special. And for me, having now assessed and watching Rangers live um, on Saturday, long way to go, they meet each other um, in a fortnight's time, just over a fortnight. But I, I do think at the moment Celtic's a team to beat. I really do. Rangers are a special team and it will be very, very close. But at the moment, I'd have to say it, I think Celtic's got the edge. What about Greg Taylor? What did you think? He's been mentioned a couple of times. Arguably, man of the match. What do you think of his game and how he's improved this year? Yeah, certainly with the, the, the new signing coming in, he's probably thought to himself, right, I need to step it up a level. And as I said, um, a lot of people goes on about Jota and Kyogo and Callum McGregor, and rightly so, because they're, they're top players. But he was very good yesterday. You've got to take your hat off to him. Um, with that and the same inverted fullback, he actually enjoys coming in and, and playing. And as I said to you, the, the first goal, many young players watching that, how he receives it, opens his body, he's aware of what's round about him, and he plays a, a pass that a midfielder would, would love to play. Um, like a Callum McGregor type pass um, but no he looks to me if he's he's got that bit between his teeth because he wants to 
make sure he, he's in that stand to living because he knows that there's players on the sideline that are going to be breathing down your net. If you don't perform, you're going to about the team. But he was um, he was very good. And as I said, he's one of the ones where week in, week out, let's be honest, he never lets you down. Oh. He does. I think, I mean, Celtic supporters that I speak to, um, he's, a, he's a steady 7 out of 10 every single week. Um, and look, the manager really rates him. You've seen the interview after it, Jota, acknowledging what he, he does for the, the, the team. Um, so, no, he's, he's certainly come on leaps and bounds since he's since Boster Coglu's come in, in my opinion. Injury yeah. check, sorry, Mark. Injury check, uh, Maurice ends any problem? Yeah, I think he's OK. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure what the actual issue was, but um, seeing him after the game, he was, he was moving OK. That was the manager on Sky afterwards. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be pleased with that. he want to keep all options um, open, mm. Paul. You know, yeah, Maurice Jens and Cameron Carter Vickers look as if there's a... There's a foundation there for a very strong uh, partnership and now in Starfelt coming back you've still got young Stephen Wells so they're really really well off four very good options it's always going to be Carter Vickers plus one whoever the manager decides to go for and then Greg Taylor I've just got nothing but admiration for him because he's not as an easy ride he's had to win over the Celtic supporters you know when Celtic every transfer window you'd have Celtic fans on this show Paul saying we need to strengthen left back we need to strengthen left back you don't hear them saying that now, now Celtic spent three and a half million strengthening that position in Bern the back yeah. But Greg Taylor has just kept his head down, never mumped and moaned, had to come through a lot. And uh, at two million quid, uh, Neil Lennon signed him, remember. Uh, what a great piece of business. He has improved, but yeah. big time over the last 12 months in my eyes. I always thought he was, it was one of the ones where will he be a, a Celtic player? Because obviously coming for Kumar, not no disrespect, yeah. but you're coming in with the expectations and the pressures. Neil Lennon, as Mark just mentioned, they're signing him for £2 million, which is a, a fair bit of cash. Mm-hmm. But I think over the last 12 months, he has grew in, he become a, a really important part of that, that Celtic team. I see his old manager, Stevie Clark was uh, in the stands at the game. As Postacoglu afterwards said how pleased he was at the spread of goals. Yeah, look, I think it's something we want to be. We want to be a team that's got multiple threats going forward. Um, you know, our centre-halves are contributing at the moment, which is great. Not just with the starting 11 guys coming off the bench. Look, there's no doubt about it. We want to be a team that scores goals, has multiple uh, avenues to do that. Multiple avenues, Barry. Well, what about Jukamakis then? What do you make of him? Top scorer last season, along with uh, Reagan Charles Cook. I'm sure he'll be frustrated because he's not getting much game time, but all you can do when you get that 20 minutes or 25 minutes is come on and, and make an impact. And that's what he he, he done yesterday. Um, some finish. <laughs> so <laughs> what was that let's, kick? Let's be honest with you. Yeah. It, it was, it was um, the power that he generated for the, the bicycle kick was, was unbelievable. But again, he's one of the ones where the manager's in a, a great position that he can... Kyogo's clearly his number one striker, right? Do you know what? Hot day, he's ran his socks off. I'll give him a wee rest, um, rest bite, and then he sends on uh, Jackie Marcus, and he scores a, a wonderful goal. One thing I will say about him is he knows where the back of the net is. Yeah. Of the pokey, should I say? He knows. He does. He's a penalty box striker, pretty similar to Cholak. He, yeah. They need mm-hmm. service. These these guys, and certainly at this moment in time. When he comes off the bench, he's getting plenty of service. If that's not for the fullbacks, it's for the white guys. Mark, similarities in some ways in that Cholak got criticism big time just a couple of weeks ago. He's now getting goals. But at the moment, we're on Gikamakis. And I think at the beginning, people were so quite rightly hung up on Kyogo Furuhashi. People loved him. I was a wee bit with Uh, uh, Gikamakis. I wasn't too sure of him. Uh But then you've got to strip it back. Miss pre-season. It's a bit of catch-up to do. 
Celtic play a total different way to what his previous club in, in Holland played. Um, and then as the seasons grew on, he gets stronger and stronger. Yeah. And let's be honest, when he got the service, he put the ball in the back of the net. He did, uh, was it Jackie Mack as well that like, injured, injured himself in a warm-up? Uh, was was that right. Right. Like, you know, so there was stuff right. going about, you know, that, and I think probably which would have been a burden uh, for him was right away he was getting compared to to Kyogo because Kyogo came in made such an impact and Celtic as we know have always had great number nines, you know, some of the, the players down the year, and, and you look at the top scorer in in Holland, so it took him a while to get going, but you look at the the quality of some of his finishes. I think he's as good a finisher as, as any player mm. in Scotland when you look at just assess he's, he's finishing and you look at Cholak as well he said that he, he was getting criticism Paul he was but it was totally unfair oh, no. totally unfair to start having a go um, at the guy because mm. you know okay he did have a great 90 minutes um, against uh, Union over in Belgium in the first leg but who did? And the Rangers did they, did they miss sitters? Was he not trying a leg? No, he wasn't. But it became, you know, it instantly became a whipping boy that night, and it was absolutely unfair. He's a score. He's a goal scorer. Yeah. Listen, he's not as good as Morelos. We know that. But at one point eight million quid, he's not going to be. But you look at it, one point eight million. Is that value for money? Well, we can say already with absolute certainty, it is value for money at one point eight million. And that's all you can do as a club: try and get value for money out of your signings. I'll start yeah. judging him in a couple of months. The criticism he's come in for, I think, is a bit unfair. Because some of the games, he's not enough surface. He's the type of striker that relies on balls coming into the box and he's not had that. But just look at the chances he's had. Union, one chance, scores. St. Johnson, scores. So he knows, again, he's the type of player he knows where the back of the net is. Um, and I think sometimes you've got to hold back a wee bit, let players settle in let them see if the, the, when they do get the service are they going to produce the goods because he's there for a reason sure. he's there to score goals um, but look we all know Rangers number 9 is Morelos he's not a Morelos but one thing he is is a goal scorer if he gets the service he will put the ball in the back of the net here is Cholak speaking about Morelos yeah, me as a player as a person I always go maximum it doesn't matter um, is it training or games um, to have a player like Alfredo Morelos and yeah all this team uh, with the quality uh, quality players makes us reaching in all the trainings and games uh, the maximum and of course to have him uh, with me I think um, it means a lot also for the team to that we can help uh, the team with our work with scoring goals and um, yeah we need players like this on every position uh, to be successful as a team yeah, also as well one thing you've got to remember about Chola as well that Rangers have needed Paul was somebody with a good attendance record now he's there he's available every game for selection now nothing against Kimar Roof he's a quality player a terrific player but he's not got a great attendance record so there's Chola filling in the void for Morelos just now and, and doing very very well played his part in all the games so far now Morelos you'd expect to he may well start tomorrow night that might be his time to go and start maybe not but if not you know that Cholak is there he is a reliable deputy a guy that's not going to let you down and come in and do his part for the team and be available and you can tell there he's got a good attitude when you listen to him speaking he's got a good attitude he wants to be a part of it and want to, wants to yeah, do he, well he's a team player what I've seen him sometimes you're you're a bit frustrated because he's not getting too much of the ball he's yeah. not a link up he's not going to come and do what Morelos does He's a physical presence yeah. and he relies on service coming into the box. That's when he comes alive. Um, so a lot of people are judging him. 
against Morelos with a to- two totally, totally different players. Um, but Who, again, 1.8 million. It's not a lot of money. Who starts tomorrow night for you, Morelos. Barry? Definitely. Mm-hmm. He's going to start. Yeah. Mark? I, I'm not sure if it's maybe just a wee bit soon for me. I wonder if he's still at that stage, mm-hmm. maybe the, the, the 30 minutes, but, but I might be wrong. And again... Giovanni know, and his staff will know PSV inside out. He, he'll know what way they're going to play. Is Does it suit Cholak more or, or is it time for Unleash Morelos for an hour even and then bring uh, Cholak on? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, but I'd, I'd be tempted to say Cholak. Barry, what's your reasoning for Morelos from the start? Because he's Rangers' best number nine. Um, it's, we all know how big a game it is yeah. for Rangers. Now he said, was that 3.30 minutes? He's now been back training fully for two or three weeks. He'll not be peak fitness, but for me, start him. Um, get a good 60-65 minutes. If he starts to hit a brick wall, then you've got Sholak who'll come on and, and run through a brick wall for you. So that, that's the way I'm looking. I think it's too big a game. I think Rangers have got to put out their strongest team. Um, but it does come down to how, how he's feeling uh, in terms of his, his tie. But for what I've seen, that injury's in the past now and for me you've got to play your strongest team and Rangers with Manelos in it are a stronger team All or nothing isn't it? It's huge tomorrow night Yeah Massive Massive I think Rangers have got to throw everything at PSV I think they'll, they'll come out the, the usual come out the traps come out like caged animals the f- place will be um, so loud so they've got to, they, they know how important it is. Because over in Eindhoven, Eindhoven, sorry, it's going to be difficult. So I think Rangers have got to take at least a 2-3 goal lead. And they're more than capable of, of doing that. Um, but they're coming up against a very good team. A team who like to get the ball down and play and play quite open. As I said, I think that might play into Rangers' hands. But again, Van Nistelrooy might come and sit back and, and park the bus in the 18-yard box and, and try and frustrate Rangers we just need to wait and see but Rangers have got to find a way because they've got to take a lead going over to Eindhoven because they scored what 5-2 away yeah, from five, home two, yep. I know it's a different game but still 5 goals away from home it's going to be some game it's coming thick and fast let's get a final word about uh, Saturday from Giovanni van Bronckhurst about Rangers win the most pleased of course with the 3 points that's always the most uh, important thing after that we score 4 goals which is also good clean sheet we could change players uh, in the second half really pleased with overall performance because we need the result every game we play in the league and uh, Today, uh, after Tuesday, and of course with the game on Tuesday um, just in front of us, we wanted to make sure we, we got the three points with with uh, with a lot of goals, and uh, we achieved that today. Can I throw throw a couple of names at you, Rangers names? I'll throw them at you, and you can throw it back. <laughs> right, Scott Arfield. What would you say? Just a few words about his performance again at the weekend. Yeah, I, I, again, he, Scott Arfield's a, a player that could start in the eleven or make an impact coming off the the, the, the bench, uh, which he done in. On Saturday, um, he's just got that knack. I mean, Mark was at the game. Yeah. I watched the game. He's got that knack. He just being in the right place at the right time. It's that for me. It's a dying breed. A midfielder who just ghosts, just goes, and he knows, and he identifies where he thinks the the ball's going to be be cut back, and he does that with a with a great finish. Mark, same for you, Malik Tillman, special player, Paul, and and you know he's if, if Rangers are going to have a successful season, he's going to be right at the heart of it. Tom Lawrence. I, I said at the, the start of the, the season I think he could be the biggest surprise in terms of free transfer brilliant age just coming into the, the peak he's, he's game at 28 he was the captain down at Derby and again 
he showed his his qualities. Um, Midweight against Union, he was probably the best player for me on the pitch. Comes off the bench, and again, he's one of the midfielders who arrives into the box and he knows where the back of the net is. We're looking at the weekend and we're looking forward to the game tomorrow night. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Place is buzzing in here tonight. There's a big event on. Barry, Mark, isn't there? Uh, are we going to it tonight? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, we were speaking um, yeah. off air there. Just these sort of events, the, the football awards. show. Yeah. Are never invited, are we? Maybe that could be tuned in. Maybe guys like yourself are the one to invite. <laughs> Probably, Barry, no question. Um, but they'll be tuned into us on the way there. Have a great night tonight. Yep, they're yep. all in there eating crisps and drinking <laughs> Prosecco. Already yep. for the big. Night, the Go Radio Football Show. This time, tomorrow night, we'll be getting ready for Rangers against yeah. PSV. Injury update, James Sands is OK, and Ryan Kent as well. Yeah, he's got a full squad to pick from. Um, I watched his, his, um, his interview on, on Sky earlier on, and he looks bubbly, um, obviously coming up against PSV, where he had many battles as a player and a, and a manager. But these are the games as a manager and a player, Paul. Mm. You want to play in, um, and what an opportunity! They've got 180 minutes to give it their all, and I think if Rangers bring a, a level of performance, what they showed over the last couple of games, they've get well. Know that they've got every chance. They will go through. He's been speaking about this depth of his squad, a bit like what you mentioned in the first 10 minutes. Well, I think that's obvious quality we have in the squad. You know, we have um, players in every uh, department uh, who have different qualities, uh, different strengths. Depending which, which team we play, which system, you know, I can choose, you know, the perfect 11 and, and, and also make changes in, within the game with, with change of tactics and, you know, change of personnel. So I'm really pleased uh, that I have the ability to do so. Mark, and he has that ability. We know that he can yeah, change. Yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah. He's, he's a really good manager, Paul. You know, he's a good tactician. He knows the game inside out. The players trust him. The players respect him. Um, and... You know, just one wee phrase that he said there that I don't I think I've, I've ever heard a manager say it because they never like to say that they've got it. He said, the perfect 11. I can choose the perfect 11. And the managers very rarely say that because they always want to make out that they're a wee bit short and they need one or two more. And they'll always say that just to keep pressure on the board. And But when you look at it, the, when you assess the Rangers squad in terms of domestically, if they got the perfect, yeah, they probably have. They've got 16, 17, 18 exceptional outfield players I've got two really strong uh, goalkeepers so that's why I think Paul you look at it the early signs with Rangers you look at the early signs with Celtic I think we're all in agreement the the four old firm games are going to settle the title see with the four old firm games I, I'd be surprised if Celtic and Rangers even drop five or six points over the course of the other 34 games I really would I really and even when the Champions League starts or the Europa League whatever it's going to be for Rangers they're apps. I think both of them have got the bit between their teeth and they're going to be absolutely relentless. And also as well, both managers still talking about mm. strengthening their squad between now and September the 1st. If they can add yeah. one or two more, my goodness. Barry? It's a big shout for Mark, but I think he's right. I do. Oh, I, I can't see Rangers or Celtic. Yeah. After that, attitude's right and they stay clearly. A number of injuries are, are suspensions. They're far too strong. They're far too far too strong for me. Even if you're going to tough places like 
Robbie's Hearts at, at Tencastle where it's a hard place to go mm-hmm. Petaudry Easter Road Fir Park all these places I, I just think if Rangers and, and Celtic are, are mentally on it they're far too strong to lose any points you think they'll no, win no yeah. listen through a season it's important oh. like, there's always one you might have an off day and you might drop two points or there might be a freak result but generally I think they'll drop hardly any points between them and as I said I think it'll come down to old firm games and don't be surprised over the next couple of weeks that both Rangers and Celtic do bring in a couple of players each do you know what, do you know what this reminds me of and I know it's early days Paul in the season but assessing both teams over three games now in the league and looking at it this reminds me of the quality and in terms of the gap between Celtic and Rangers and the rest reminds me of Barry's team at Rangers under Dick and the Martin O'Neill team that early 2000 I don't think both have been as strong I don't think the gap's been as big since just over 20 years ago when 19 weeks out of 20 years were blown both these were blowing everybody away and it was coming down if you remember that that Yep. kind of two season spell when you look at the quality that you had in both lines you think of the old firm games the starting 11s in that, that tunnel I mean it was it was frightening the quality and show I think we're, we're back at that level uh, again for the first time in 20 years Barry you agree? Yeah it's closely I'm going to back with it. I'm going to back the team that I obviously <laughs> played in and the, the Celtic team that I played against I mean there was some phenomenal players in both of the teams um, let, let's be honest um, I don't well, need to name a few names. Go on. Oh, no, yeah. just, just, to, yeah. just to be clear, I'm not saying the current teams are better than your guys. What I'm saying, I think, in terms of the standard just now compared the to gap. the rest, yep. yeah, yeah there, I there, think it, it reminds me of 20 years ago. I, yeah, I think yeah. there's a massive gap. The only one it could get within touching distance, but I think it will be tough as Hearts. But both Rangers and Celtic, you look at the squads, you look for instance, Saturday Rangers, Ryan Kent, who's probably one of their top players. Mm-hmm. Our biggest player out, Sands, um, is out. And then the same at Celtic, you're, you're Hatati. Yeah. Mm. There's right, one. Yeah, he's right, out yeah, injured. Yeah, yeah. Um, who, for me, generally when he's fit, does play in Celtic starting 11. And then both of them, as I said, they're definitely going to go and strengthen. Both of them. So it just shows you the strength and depth and the quality that they've got. And as I said to you, they're, 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 they're too strong for everybody else. It's who's going to become that third club and I keep saying it Hearts Hearts keep that front three now they've got other good players throughout their, their team Hearts keep that front three fit and healthy third place is theirs they could give some problems the Celtic and Rangers Boyce, Shanklin yeah. and Barry Mackay mm-hmm. are a dangerous trio and they were all on and you could see that you know how yeah. well they and Robbie said it wasn't the best performance at the weekend but um <laughs> He's never, and he's, he's never, always like, I he quite like happy. that, but he's uh-huh. keeping them on their Demanding. toes. Demanding, yeah. Yep, that, that's the best way like, he'll go in and say, look, I'm happy, yeah. but we can always improve. Um, yeah. But he's he's built, he's built a decent squad there. Who's coming to town this season? We don't know yet. Celtic are in the Champions League in the next week or two. The draw will be there. Rangers hopefully 180 minutes away from it. They're not there yet, but PSV standing in the way. GVB was speaking about the Dutch opponents. Well, we've seen a lot of uh, games from them this season, of course. They have some new uh, additions to the squad, new coach. So uh, obviously they play a little bit different than last year, but you can see they bought a lot of experience because with uh, Luke de Jong, striker who's, you know, uh, experienced everything in football. So I think he's one of the main, uh, the main players at the moment. They have a clear a way of playing, they are comfortable on the ball, uh, very uh, strong in transition moments to attack. I mean, they won the Super Cup uh, in a really 
you know, good, attractive game with Ajax and started the league well. You know, it's the last uh, last step into the group stages, so it's normal you're going to face a, a very difficult opponent. They are. We know the names, Barry. You've mentioned them, Xabi Siemens. Is there no chance that Cody Gakpo could be off to Man United no, or whatever? No, if he's going to be playing. Yeah. But listen, I, I, again, these are the sort of um, hurdles you've got to come up against. You're coming up against quality and Gio just mentioned a player there, Luke de Jong. I mean, there's a real quality player that you've got to make sure you, you keep quiet. Look, I, I, PSV are a very good team. So Rangers need to be on it. Uh, tomorrow night. Uh, this is um, this is what happens when you you get to the the closing stages, of the qualifying games. There's no average teams left. PSV are a very good team. They you know the way the Dutch play. They can all handle the ball. They're attack minded. They're a bit open, as I said. It might play into Rangers' hands, but that could change tomorrow night. We just need to wait and see at the start of the game what types of tactics that Van Nistelrooy come up with. But I think it will be a a tough one for Rangers. But I think Rangers have got enough. Certainly get enough to get through in my eyes. Do you agree with Mark that Rangers slightly favourites yeah, to do it? Yeah, I would say they're slight favourites. As I said, ideally, as a Rangers fan and want them to get through, I would rather have the away tie yeah. over nine but, over in first. But listen, can't be picky. That's the way the draw has been made. Rangers need to make sure they need to get the job get seriously done tomorrow night. Make sure they go over there with a, a decent. Um, a decent win under their belt few goals in front and then tackle what's ahead in Meninhoven which is going to be a tough place to go in the dugouts tomorrow night GVB and uh, Ruud van Nistelrooy um, well I played with of course the Man United game also when he was at Madrid um, made uh, of course more games with him so for me playing with him it brings back more memories than playing against him you know, especially, of course, you know, I played against Root when we played with the uh, Rangers against PSV uh, in the 90s where we were in the Champions League. So, uh, and that I think he just made his move to Manchester, I think, a couple of months after or a year after that. So, uh, you could see the talent he brought and, and the talent he, he possesses at that time. And, uh, of course, it was special to uh, to play against the Dutch team for me, for myself and my Dutch teammates and, of course, Dick Advocat. But... Uh, it's good to see him back again. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be nice to, just to see them, you know, in the dugouts tomorrow night. I mean, you think in terms of, if, if you were Dutch, you know, Paul, I mean, two legends, you know, Giovanni oh. Van Bronckhorst, captain, all in the World Cup final, the quality that Ruud van Nistelrooy had. You think of that Dutch team for 20 years ago, you know, they, they were they were exceptional. Um, but Ruud's a, Ruud's a new coach and why I make Rangers slight favourites is because Giovanni's a more experienced coach. The Rangers team have been together a bit more. They've they've had to come through big big games or big big you know two ties that are going to have to come through tomorrow night. PSV is a slightly newer team, um, but they're still very very dangerous. And uh, Rangers do have to take. A lead. I would fear for Rangers if they don't have a lead tomorrow night. You know if it's a nil nil or a one one, I'd really I would really heavily swing the tie in PSV's favour. But any kind of lead um, tomorrow night. Would be would be brilliant to, to to take over there and put the pressure right on PSV. Barry Rangers' great run to Seville European final does that help them? How much will that help yeah, them? Uh, listen, they've gained the experience of the fans been in the stadiums and know what atmosphere that creates. And Mark makes a good point. This Rangers squad predominantly have been together. Yeah. The core of them have have been together. They know how to handle these situations. PSV's made a few signings. He's he's tweaked the, the squad in the way that they, they, they play. 
Um, so that's why I think Rangers are a slight favourites um, to go into it. But when Gio was doing an interview there, 90s, Gio, 23 years ago, <laughs> a long time, a long time. Doesn't seem it, you, does could, it? No. you could tell back then, I remember Advocate mentioned young boy up top. Obviously, Nealis was the more experienced one. Yeah. Um, watch him, keep an eye on him, and just look what we want to, to do for not just the Dutch national team, but Man United and Real Madrid. He was. I a, forgot he was at Real Madrid. Yeah, I forgot. Phenomenal striker. Phenomenal striker. And how Man United could do with him now. Oof. But that's for another day. It's six o'clock. Him and another twenty-two hours. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go. Service your existing car with us right now And it's worth £500 off your next car Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 Loads of calls coming in. Celtic fans saying how well Jota has been playing in particular, and he is undoubtedly the player of the season after three games. We mention it because of elsewhere they were talking about who's the best player so far this season. Barry said in the first hour, you reckon it's Jota. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about the best games. player after I know, three I know. games. Mark, for you? Aye, they need to be yeah, Jota. It's got yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. anything else, yeah. Celtic winning 5-0 in the sunshine on the plastic pitch the manager doesn't like it but he was happy with the performance oh, I guess you know we, we kind of spoke before the game about the challenges today and, and it was a difficult day you know with the weather the way it is and, uh, and the surface and you know obviously the opposition trying to stop us I just thought our discipline our commitment to you know play our football um, was really good and uh, we got the rewards for it yet the goals came from uh, all over the park and Rangers 21 hours earlier had gone clear at the top with a really good performance against St. Johnson. Elsewhere on Saturday, well, the league table now looks like this. Celtic and Rangers both on nine points. Then Hearts on seven. They, of course, played late yesterday afternoon. 4-1 win against Dundee United. Barry, do you worry about United? We'll go through all the games in a moment or two. But this time last it's, week... It's been, you a know, sore, yeah. it's been a sore week for them. Um, obviously, the, the highs of beating his head at, at home and then losing Livingston, getting absolute battered over uh, in the Netherlands and then taking another sore one on Sunday I'm sure Jack Ross will just want to get that week out of the players mind maybe give him a day or two off and then come back in refreshed because um, who they got at home um, at the weekend is it Ross County they no? have got the hurts where I was away somewhere else there sorry go on tell well, me again the, 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 me the again. home game they've got coming up yeah in the league well that's yeah. one that they need to make sure they, they get um, they get maximum points because yeah, listen it's early stages in the season but 
it's been a tough, tough week for Dundee United. I was taking us back to Rangers at this point. Cholak's been on duty today and he's talking about his confidence that's boosted him big time. I think my confidence always high. It doesn't matter if I score or not. Um, I try to work hard for the team. Um, I'm really happy now with this uh, period of scoring. Um, this yeah, makes me hungry for more. And uh, yeah, I know I can... Uh, yeah try to always score to, to bring me into situations and uh, the most important thing is uh, the success of the team and I try always to give everything for them and then uh, after that I'm always happy if I can uh, yeah, add goals and assists for the team. And his desire for the Champions League? Yeah, I think uh, it's the highest level you can play on and uh, I think everybody's dream, I speak now for myself but I think for all the other players when they start to play uh, football and uh, hear the Champions League anthem it's like uh, yeah, one of the biggest things and I think uh, we are now two games away from that uh, dream I would say and uh, I think everybody is uh, yeah, prepared and want to give everything to yeah, be in the group stage Barry he loves that theme as well we heard it in the first yeah, hour who doesn't we all yeah. love it that, that's as a young man or a, a player that's never played in it and you watch the Champions League games and that tune comes on for the 15 or, or 20 mm. seconds it's, it's brilliant to be involved and Rangers are going to hear that tune tomorrow night that, that should be enough to rail them on and fire them up to make sure they get a right good result to go over to Heinhoven next week with are you going to give us your team what you think you'll start with oh, tomorrow night <laughs> I know I'm just throwing you <laughs> who on knows? Yeah. Uh, who knows do you know yeah. what that, that, I'm actually happy with that because that tells you that yeah. you've got lots of choices mm. there's real competition for places uh, and Gio must be sitting there sometimes with his coaching staff where there's a lot of options to go and pick a team um, he just needs to make sure it's the, the, the right team and he done that Look, we we spoke about the team he was going to play against USG <laughs> we got it totally wrong yep. um, but fair play to Gio he picked the right team and he got the win on the night and made the right substitutions and then makes a few changes again and sat against St Johnson so um, yeah, I'll give you my, my team give me a, a of couple of minutes, couple if, you, minutes. If, you, if you don't mind but last Mark, night could be yeah. totally wrong <laughs> Mark can I ask you what do you think of Ben Davies the other night the yeah. other afternoon yeah I mean yeah. you know he he looked comfortable enough on, on, on the ball, uh, Paul. It obviously wasn't, you know, tested a great deal, but certainly very competent. Be good for him, you know, just to get that that game under his belt. You know, playing front of the play Ibrox, playing front of the Rangers uh, supporters. Now, will he start tomorrow night? Will he get the nod alongside Goldson? Um, I think Sands would go straight back in. For me, that looks the natural one at the moment but you know maybe not again it's another decision for the manager to make but he clearly likes Sands and he likes the partnership of Goldson and Sands because you know in the main game last uh, Tuesday night that's a partnership uh, that he opted for but Davis could go in there no, you know no problem at all you know I think one thing that if you're assessing PSV um, one thing I like to do if, if you're going to look after De Jong you know, De Jong scored goals at highest level scored goals for Barcelona he loves we're talking about Cholak De, De Jong loves balls into the box he's like boom, you know, he likes to go and attack the ball and, and get in a, he's very technical as well but so you take that into account too that might come into the, the, the decision making who knows does Barisic play does Yilmaz uh, play does Matondo the pace of Matondo does he feel that can hurt uh, PSV or, or does Kent just come come straight back into the team? That yeah. that's the decisions that, that that he's got to make. I thought Ra- um, I thought um, Ryan Jack mm. was really good 
on Saturday well, it was nice yeah. competent mm-hmm. comfortable display but is Ryan Jack going to now Lundstrom definitely starts so does Ryan Jack now there's another thing you're looking at P- PSV <laughs> Is there any call for perhaps he's back three tomorrow night? Is that something that, that he looks at or does he just stick with it? So there's all sorts of different things, but one thing, it's got to be a cracking tie. Yeah, you is. know, and yeah. we're just talking there during the break. The draw is in 10 days' time. European draws on 10 days' time. And let's, we know we've got Celtic there. Let's hope we've got Rangers in a bit. Can you imagine they've got two of them get into the. Get into the hat. Amazing. Next, it'll be sensational, Paul. Absolutely sensational. I think Barry's nearly there, but Barry, don't give us yeah, a just yet. No, no, I'm, no, I'm no. shaking my head. <laughs> Listen, this could be this could be anything. You're like, um, can we only play eleven? You're saying. He's got close in goal so and Amaruso and Moore at back. <laughs> Take them any day. Yeah. Take them any day. Right, you mentioned uh, Rabbi Matondo, for example. The manager spoke about him <clears> uh, after the game on Saturday. Did Rabbi Matondo give us another glimpse today of just how much potential he has moving forward? He has, you know, he sees, he has, he has speed, he knows when to, when, when to run in behind and uh, today he was, you know, the first ball he had, I think it wasn't offside, but, you know, you always have your, your danger when you, when, you, when you play the ball in behind the defence, especially when they're, they're defending with big numbers, you know, the runs behind, I think those also today was important to, to stretch them and to create chances. So much on the go. We're going to take Craig now from Cumbernauld, but also Barry, report yesterday that uh, Nottingham Forest have emerged as uh, candidates maybe to sign Borna Barisic. Yeah, I've seen that breaking uh, yeah. today mm. that there might be an interest. There is an area where Nottingham Forest have been open about that they want to try and strengthen. It'll be interesting to see again, listen, when this window's open, it's got another couple of yeah. weeks, um, you never say never until the window actually closes. So And their owner is no stranger to the checkbook. <coughs> well, I'll tell you something, yeah. they've, they've shelled out some amount of cash yeah. um, over the last couple of, couple of months um, and the owner's gone for it. Mm-hmm. Great result from at the weekend against a, a yep. team who were excellent last um, last season. So to go off, it's important when teams get promoted to get that first win as quickly as possible and they manage to do it. Craig's on. Hi, Craig. Hi, Paul. Hey. And, uh, doing. Yeah, we're great. Hi, Thank Craig. you. Really good. We're just uh, musing on how who Rangers might line up with tomorrow. Yeah, I think um, the, uh, it'll be an interesting one to see. I mean, I think, you know, something that really impressed me, you know, Lawrence, I think, has been fantastic uh, Matondo you were just talking about there I mean he's got pasty burn for days he's like a Duracell rabbit but I think at times the, the one thing I would say about him is in the first leg against Union he wasn't utilising that pace he kept coming too far up the park to receive the ball instead of getting into those pockets and causing a, a nuisance so I think how young he is he's still got a wee bit of development to go but that's you know that's what we're, we're hoping to do yeah. him and I think mm. I think Tillman has to be a surefire starter. I mean, I don't know how he jumps the way he does. I mean, I don't know if he's seen the film Flubber, but I think he might have a bit of that. He's sure <laughs> something because he's yeah. he's up there. Um, it's ridiculous. Um, but Craig, I'm going to check with Barry. Stay with us. Barry, have you going to give us how you think Rangers will start? Yep. Yep. Go for it. But that could be wrong. Of I'm course, just letting yeah. people yeah. know. Okay, it's interesting yeah. listening to what Mark was saying about Ryan Jack, who I, I thought was solid but I've not really speak, uh, no, spoke about yeah. Jack over the last couple of weeks because um, he's, he's not been mm. been used he says that about Stephen Davis who was excellent against Kilmarnock yep. and then never started so right I'm going to throw it at you okay. right McLaughlin in goals Tav, Golson, Davis, Barisic Lundstrom Arfield and Lawrence that's the three mm-hmm. Malik Tillman yep. on the right side Kent on the left side Morelos up top 
reaction to that one, Mark? What do you think? Well, strong. It's, it's yeah. a strong, uh, strong. I mean, the, the, the two, I mean, that you're going for for Davis as a as a partner mm-hmm. uh, to Goldson. Uh, you're going for Arfield, and I, I, I'm. I think Lundstrom's a certain starter, and so is so's team. I'm going for Ryan Jack to partner uh, Lundstrom um, tomorrow night, um, and then you're you're going Taylor on the right, Kent on the left, Morelos through the middle. So it's strong. I, I still. I might be wrong because there's no doubt he is the best number nine at the club mm-hmm. but I'm still kind of thinking maybe just a wee bit too early for the tempo <laughs> that I want to play mm-hmm. for Morelos and, and still go with Cholak The reason why I'm saying that three in the middle Lundstrom, Lawrence and Arfield that was the three against USG where Malik was obviously coming off the right hand mm-hmm. side um, so look <laughs> that's the team that I would what go with but, <laughs> yeah, but Morelos I just think now he's had a few 30 minutes under his belt he's yeah. been training every single day mm-hmm. Now, go and unleash him, get 60 minutes out of him, just say to him, listen, run your cell into the ground, see when your legs are starting to go, bang, come on, Cholak, on you come. Mark, you saw him up close, Morellas, how did he look yeah, on Saturday? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, you just see that, you know, I think Barry mentioned it, you know, last week too, it's just, he gives the place a lift, just his, his presence, yeah. you know, for Rangers, for, for the for the fans, he's hungry to go and do well, you know, he wants to play in the Champions they all do, but you know, he's been at Rangers what, four years, whatever it is, five years, he wants to go and play in the Champions League he's ready to go and make uh, a contribution in the Champions League but of course PSV, 180 minutes stand between the Rangers players um, doing that and tomorrow night as as the start of it, Union was a big test to come through last midweek and they managed to come through it but PSV's a step up again yeah. Paul Giovanni knows that and the yeah. players know that the Rangers supporters over at Craig knows that that's why tomorrow night you've got to take some kind of lead over to Eindhoven Craig what do you make of Barry's lineup, and what do you feel about Morellas? Yeah I must say I think Barry's lineup's probably I, I would fancy that to be probably what it'll go with I think it worked against Union so he's not, I don't see him changing um you know, a partnership that, that worked for him. Um, I think in terms of Morelos, look, you know, he's obviously not fully fit yet, but I think that's almost a good thing for us because the fact that we are playing so well just now, we're getting all these goals and um, we've got Cholak and then we know that once Morelos gets fitter and fitter, he'll start to, to motor on as well. Um, it's real positive signs. I, I hope that he's somewhere close to it by the time we play Celtic in a few weeks because I think we'll, we'll need everything we can throw at Celtic to, to make sure we can get three points particularly um, considering that it's obviously um, across the road so um, it's tough but at the same time though I think Cholak has, has done a, a great job I think people are being a bit harsh on him because he scored three goals and five appearances for us this season I think it is that's a pretty good return you know it's three in the last three it should be four because he had a goal chopped off and I actually think I don't know if Barry would agree having played with him it reminds me a lot of Chris Boyd in terms of, you don't get a lot of necessarily like sharp movement for him. He's not always coming back and linking the play. But the goals he scored, he's just always in that right place at the right time in the box to put it in the back of the net. Right? Barry, what do you think of that? Comparisons well, with Chris Boyd? First and foremost, Joel Ack can get about the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, look, I can Chris see, but, but I tell you one thing, and I've always said it, look, I'm not going to try and blow smoke um, yeah. up Boydie, but he, he was a phenomenal fin- uh, finisher. He was... Yep. see anything within that 18 yard box um, great finisher and I've seen that in Sholak as I said to you he's, the chances that have came to him he's put in the back of the net and that's all you can ask as a, as a centre forward is he a link up play I, I, I'll go back to I feel I'm repeating myself here yeah. 
was putting him up against Morelos a total different players forget that he's he's a guy that um, just wants the ball into the box deliveries and that physical side inside the box he's not going to come and link up and look nice but Morelos does Morelos is a, a top striker in my eyes but Sholak for me when he's been asked he's done really well I've just felt for him I think some of the criticism has been a bit over the top give the boy a bit of time because when he's a chance has felt him he's put it away and that's all you can ask your centre forward Jolak has spoken about the atmosphere on these huge European nights I mean even for me it's difficult to explain um, for me I think the best thing is to say when you walk out at the pitch and always getting these goosebumps you know uh, it's like a special push special uh, feeling and uh, in all the situations on the pitch uh, they're helping us in uh, all the time and I think uh, this yeah, makes us stronger some other teams weaker and um, yeah I think I can only describe it in this kind of words Mark? I mean again Paul always like to hear players speaking and how they come across as well as what they, they are you know on the pitch I spoke about Starfelt and how popular he is in the group and I just like listening to Cholak he's in a nice way about him he, he clearly gets it you know he comes across as a good professional as a good team player um, as well comes across as being being modest so yeah it's, it's nice to hear um, the Rangers players speaking because you get a wee feel for their personality and, and what they're like and uh, I'll tell you one thing Cho- Cholak will do for me Scoreline for you Mark tomorrow Mike what do you tomorrow think? Tomorrow night I think Rangers will win the game I'm going to go Rangers to win 2-1 two, 2-1 one. Two, one. Yeah. what do you think Craig? Um, I'm going to go Rangers to win 3-2 because I, oh. think, I think we'll have a few goals in there and I think they'll score as well 3-2 both of them uh, huge results Barry what do you feel? Rangers win 2-3-0 0? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. they've got to know what's at stake mm. here G will be putting it across to them what it means not just to them to play in the Champions League but what it's going to mean to the club as well financially so they'll be running they've got to be running through brick walls tomorrow and just go and take a game and I think they'll crumble if you go for them and they'll crumble under that atmosphere so the crowd could get to them despite the fact 100% you know, I, Paul, I spoke about uh, it I've seen yeah. PSV the team that I played against I've seen Inter Milan I've seen Bayern Munich I've seen top players come and think What's going on here? Do you see it in their faces when yeah, they come out? Yeah, you can see it. Mm. You can see it. It affects players and it affects teams. And if the noise is at the level I expect it to be tomorrow night, and Rangers got off to a flyer, two or three, two or three. Who did it affect most? Who do you think about some of the huge? I just think about them all. Yeah. I've just seen it with the best that have came. It's an atmosphere that a lot of people have no sampled before. You get great atmospheres. If, Atmospheres, German football, Spanish football, whatever, but there's no atmospheres like the West of Scotland when you come to Ibrox. Especially when you've got this in the it's background. Deafening. Can't wait, you're on. Yeah. Yeah, but it's deafening. See, once that's finished, the roar inside that stadium, <laughs> it'll blow heads off. Did you hear it in the dressing room? The great thing is, this group of players, I've been used to that with Europa League. Mm-hmm. With the Dortmunds coming, Red Stars, Leipzig coming, they're used to that. The PSV players, I don't think many of them would have sampled again an atmosphere that will be tomorrow night at Ibrox. And I've seen that in the Union. If you watch Union SG's players' faces, that um, that worried them. Once that goal went in, just before half time, they crumbled in the second half. And the Rangers players, can they hear the crowd? I mean, obviously they're out, they yeah, warm up and they go that. back in. What's it like just before you come down that tunnel? 
Wait, say that again. What's it like can just you as you come down the tunnel? Yeah, 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 just tell us. Yeah. Yes. We've never I done it. to describe. Yeah. You actually need to be in the moment yeah. to, to feel it. Walking down that tunnel. Um, that's, listen, it's special. Go and take it all in, but grasp the opportunity. Because what an opportunity this group of players have got over the next 180 minutes. Craig, thanks for calling. See you tomorrow. The Go Radio Football yeah. Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.com. Let's go, go. Score Predictor on the Go Radio Football Show with Clyde Belt Home Improvements. Specialists in all aspects of UPVC windows and doors. Yep, we've teamed up with our friends at Clyde Belt Home Improvements. Your chance to win cash every Friday and Monday here on the Go Radio Football Show. Predicting the weekend Scottish Premiership results. Ryan was great on Friday from the Gorbals. He's on now. Hi, Ryan. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, thanks. How was the weekend? Oh, it was good. Out and about get over that sunburn that I had so I can't complain <laughs> the weather was phenomenal wasn't it it was absolutely amazing oh yep. different class <laughs> yep we all enjoyed it but it's changed now back to normal I'm just delighted you good Scottish weather I'm just delighted you two have no good shorts on <laughs> I know I, did, I took a note to myself never again the shorts that's it that's them gone um, so at the weekend yeah there was one big surprise wasn't there let's go through all the games uh, Rangers, you got that right. You were absolutely confident, and uh, yep, four yeah, 0 Right? I said I don't think that was in doubt. To be honest, yeah. uh, I, I felt a strong performance was going to come, regardless of what the starting eleven was. So I wasn't surprised with that at all. And then, obviously, twenty four hours later, Celtic, you were pretty confident as well, five 0 I, I said that I think once Celtic get the first the floodgates would open that's exactly what happened I think everybody in the park got a shot at goal that game What about Hearts Dundee United then? Because obviously on Friday night United were just back from that, that uh, tanking they got across uh, in Holland Aye T- To be honest I, I could see that one coming a mile off I just I thought with the travel the confidence that they had obviously just taking a right down um, I couldn't see anything other than Hearts running over the top of them it was just the other results that killed me. <laughs> <laughs> You're reminding me a bit, a wee bit of David Martindale. You, know, you sound a wee bit like, you know what I mean? Straight, and I love the way he answers the questions. He came in on the show here a few months ago. Um, Hibs and Livy, do you remember what you went for? I I was actually, I was that was the one I was toying with. I wasn't sure what way it would fall because obviously Libby's part, it might have been sticky and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, I ended up... I, I went for a draw. You did. And yep. unfortunately, Lavi just picked tubs. Yep, they did but, indeed. Aye. Yep. And then Aberdeen against Motherwell. Which, Barry, you had. Uh, that was. You're, spe- that was you're the speechless big on that one, you, Ryan. I think yeah. MD in Scotland could have seen that, no. that coming. But you got them all right, apart from that one. Nah, that, yeah. that, that, um, that was I, a... I, I fancy uh, Aberdeen in Hearts. Out to come third. And fourth in the league, yep. But Barry Aberdeen for you. I've never seen that. Going to be yeah. a fight yeah. between the two, I feel. Okay, Barry. Is <laughs> all right if I come in there, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I never. I, no. Listen, I think if you ask Emdy, um, who was maybe putting a coupon on us in here, we were we were more than confident that Aberdeen would have won that. But listen again, Motherwell deserved it. I watched the highlights, mm-hmm. and they could have scored another couple of goals. You could have. This weekend's going to be Hibs against Rangers. 12.30 at Easter Road's going to be a huge game. Uh, Dundee United against St Mirren. 
Massive for Dundee United. And St Mirren got points at the weekend. Motherwell mm. against Livingston. And Motherwell now, and Livy, you know, chasing mm. the top six. I know it's only game four. Ross County against Kilmarnock. Both need points. Ross County, no points so it's far. And St Johnson against Aberdeen. And then Sunday, Celtic against Hearts. And the women's results. Have you got the women's results? Because we've got them here, Hugh. I could put you, we could maybe give you a bonus. Have you heard what they were? I'll tell you what they were. Rangers beat Aberdeen 8 0. Uh, Glasgow City 1-0 against Motherwell Hibs 4-0 win against Hamilton women Celtic 2-0 against Partick Thistle Spartans 2, Hearts 1 and Glasgow against Dundee United United winning 4-0 there Ryan, prediction tomorrow night what do you think about Rangers PSV? You're not at the moment To be honest, it's going to be Nat and Tuck I feel the first game's going to um, I, I think it's going to be a, a tight one in the first leg I think the, the second leg's going to be the where, where the game's won and lost to be honest I think you're absolutely right listen Ryan thank you the line went a bit crazy at the end there thinks it's going to be tight but Barry you think maybe 2 or 3-0 yeah I'm confident I think Rangers know that they need to get a result tomorrow night listen you can still go over to Eindhoven and, and, and get a, a positive result but I think it's going to be tough Um I just believe the way that Rangers have, have played over the last couple of games against Union and St Johnson at the weekend, scored a few goals, confidence will be high, there's good competition for places. And the biggest thing is, you're 180 minutes away from playing in the Champions League against the best teams, the best clubs, the best coaches. That's all you need. That's all you need um, to have in your head to make sure that you give it everything. And I'm sure they'll go out there and, and give it everything, but... When you're attacking, make sure you, you keep yourself solid and compact at the back. Don't leave yourself too wide open. Um, and I think Lundstrom will be that main guy in the middle of the pitch to go and let the other guys go and play and get up and, and support the, the, the strikers. Um, so, no, I'm looking forward to it and I'm confident that Rangers can get a real, real positive result. And Barry talks about the passion that he loves. And you saw it from John Lundstrom. He wasn't happy with Union SG. He let them know. But more importantly, did it in the second leg on the park. Yeah, I mean, you know, John Lundstrom, you know, potentially left himself wide open with his pre-match comments last week against Union. Mm -hmm. But he was clearly confident that he could back it up, mm -hmm. that he wasn't going to be left with egg in his face at full time at Ibrox on Tuesday night. And he was, you know, so he showed great leadership qualities. He showed that the, he gave an insight to the mentality inside the Rangers dressing room. Um, ahead of the game uh, last Tuesday night and uh, you know again you were speaking about the criticism that, that Cholak had what about the criticism Lundstrom had the first three months of his career at rate I mean he was getting slaughtered they were you know people were wanting him at the door last January during the window nobody would have, would have blinked uh, had to get rid of uh, Lundstrom because he's one of the biggest earners at the club etc 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 but what a signing he's turned out to be he's an integral part of what Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has tried to do and yes, Stephen Gerrard signed them and, and they made them a priority signing, and rightly so. But it's Van Bronckhurst and his staff that have helped take Lundstrom through that difficult period and um, made him into one of the first picks on the team sheet every week. Right, one of the first names. Mm -hmm. I, I think Tav, Golson, Lundstrom. Um, if Morelos is fit, they, they're the ones that um, will be key to him going forward and, and listen see if Rangers went and got a different result that night at Celtic Park would have Lundstrom come in the following week because yeah. it was after that game he got his opportunity and he's just grew and grew and do you know what he's, he's a hero there now it's true um, yeah. I just think he's got everything he's great size as a midfielder he's aggressive he can get about the pitch 
um, really good on the on the ball, and I'm delighted because it must have been hard. He must have been thinking to himself, "What have I come into here? I'm I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting um, a bit of a hard time here." And there was talk about would he go back down south? Yeah, maybe? there was talk yeah. about him going back down south yeah. in the January window yeah. on loan to. I think it was Middlesbrough. I think like Chris Wilder take them back. Yeah, but I think it was something also. something like that. But listen, I, I like seeing that because you know what? He's got his head down. He's got his opportunity, and he's grabbed it with both hands. And he's a big, big player for for Rangers now. Ryan, thanks for calling in there, and you walk away with a hundred pounds. And you too, listening, could be. Involved next week, this Friday, by registering online at thisisgo.co.uk. You're in then with a chance of winning. <clears throat> the jackpot is now £600 this weekend. Yeah, the for the games, is it, isn't it? It's not yeah. an easy one to... <laughs> that, I mean, I, it's going up 150 yeah, each week. Yeah, yeah. And, and you look at the league, you know, I, I think we're going to have this all season. You know, there'll be six or seven clubs that you, you just don't mean. That, as you said, who really would have thought Motherwell would go to Pataudry and win? Did we really see St Mirren mm-hmm. beating Ross County? Um, as well even you know Livy you never rule Livy out but did you think that's where again I, I said at the start of the season you can have a rough idea of what you think teams are going to do but Hibs and Dundee United are the unknowns for me and what's going to intrigue me is how it all unfolds at Hibs and Dundee United this season we're coming from the heart of Glasgow here in the west of Scotland yeah, but you look at the games Dundee United St Man, Motherwell, Livy Ross County Comarnock St John's and Aberdeen that's a hard one it is what, what's it worth Six hundred pounds this weekend. Mm. Yep, it's good. Imagine. And then it'll go up to seven fifty if you don't get all six. What about St Mirren? And what about Richard Tate's goal? How? Oh, it's a world day. T- tell it's tell the, the listener about it if they missed it. It's a world day goal. Yeah. Um, you could see his celebrations. I think he was surprised. Um, but listen, it was a great finish. Mm. Um, loads of whip on it into the the top bin. Um, the Ross Placed County, it. yeah, Ross County goalkeepers absolutely no chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the ones I'm sure if Richard Tate tried 50 times in the training <laughs> ground it, would, it wouldn't it would hit but that, listen that was fit to win a, a game of football no doubt about it How big for Stephen Robinson that was first points Massive I think if um, if they didn't take anything for that game the pressure starts to build um, on Stevie and, and that was a massive three points mm. Mark your old club what do you feel about that the weekend oh it was it was a win that, that they needed um, and uh, you know what, what a goal a goal <laughs> you know fit enough to win any game of football uh, in any way you know Richard Tate not known for his goals you know just a, a you know a real steady uh, defender and uh, you know he just placed it 23 yards uh, uh, out and uh, you know Ross County had no chance um, with that goal at all so a good win uh, for St Mirren it's now can they can they kick on and for Ross County you know they'll, they'll just want to go and get a go and get a win. They, they come through worse last season, Paul. And you think about it you now after nine, ten games where they were. But that said, you don't want this. You don't want to be playing well and not picking up points. So pretty soon, game we're into game four this weekend. But after half a dozen, if you've not picked up points, it starts to become a concern. Supporters start to get restless. Mm. Boardrooms then start to hope. Right, wait a minute, and that's when you start to see change happen. Particularly when a national break coming up a wee bit later mid-September um, we've already had one casualty this season before a ball was kicked so you know people that manage will just want to start picking up victories Barry what are you thinking about uh, Livingston then yeah I love uh, it yeah. Richard uh, 23 uh, yards uh, precise uh, 23 <laughs> yards I saw you smiling <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> sure what it was 20 yeah. or 25 23 yards I love that <laughs> do you go back to your old ground and measure it <laughs> I mean, you, were you Love Street at that point <laughs> yeah, oh, I, of course, I, yeah. I, I, we were uh, we were uh, the reserves we played at Love Street remember Tommy Turner remember Tommy Turner oh aye Tommy Turner aye great great characters 
tomorrow night for you is Tina Turner, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey! Well, I like that was even rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> right, Livy, are they going to be this early looking as though they'd be one of the hardest teams to beat to break down? Yeah, I, I, I think they'll be one of the teams that could break into that top six. Honestly, I, I I do the way that he set he sets them up. You watch them. I mean, I watched them close up the first game of the season. I've got to be honest with you, I was impressed with them. Uh, the shape of the team, defensively strong, and, and I think we've mentioned that a few times. Boy up front, nobly. How good is he going to yeah, be? Yeah, great yeah. goal again at the uh, the weekend. Um, just he's a real handful. Um, you seen when he was in loan at Arbroath that six months. He was brilliant for Arbroath, and I think he's a big player for him. I think Livingston will be fine this season. And, they're, uh, they've shown me the results went up to Tannadice albeit done United the game the Thursday night but plenty of time to recover great three points and then watch the highlights first half dominated Hibs Hibs come into it with, they're going with, with good players but they keep going Livingston yeah. and they get that that vital header um, near the end and I think it could be a good season for Livingston and I think David Martindale's got a, a good squad there mm. Mark, for Hibs, what would you be thinking? I mean, the points are not too bad. Four points after the three games. It's not wonderful, but it, it could have been worse, could have been better. They finished, it was like a win for them, wasn't it, in the derby, getting the 95th yeah. minute goal. Yeah. Aidan McGeady's still out for at least another two or three weeks, probably. At, at least, Paul, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah look, obviously Martin Boyle's uh, return to the club. Uh, it was good, as you say, getting that last-minute equaliser against... Um, Hearts in the Derby they get the last minute winner against St John's the week before so it shows that they'll, they'll keep going to the end you, you, and I think you know under the circumstances you'd be happy most teams would be happy with a point at, at Almondville you know leaving the Tony Macaroni with a point Hibs didn't get anything there but look it's a new manager it's a new team he's still getting to to grips with it Lee Johnson but with the outlay and the quality of player that they have in the squad and the depth of the squad Hibs should be having a good season uh, Paul, you know, Hibs really should be pushing up into the top four. If you're Hibs, you should be finishing above Aberdeen, above D- Dundee United and, and pushing hearts all the way uh, for third spot. And that's a challenge that Lee Johnson um, has got. Are they going to get there? Top six, do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think they'll get in the top six, Hibs. Whether they'll challenge hearts, mm, I think hearts are too strong. Paul, I've been honest with you. Still, listen, we're only three games in. He has made a hell of a lot of changes to the squad and he's still trying to add add to it um, and obviously I mean big blow with Aidan McGeady but listen what a signing Martin Boyle was I know he was a substitute again at the weekend now yeah. he's ready to go and play because on his day he's a match winner um, Martin Boyle I think they will be top six will they challenge hearts I don't think they can what can we say about Kelly obviously they were up against the champions they're up against Celtic I suppose these are the games that Derek's not going to say well I like Derek's interview it was really honest he was disappointed in the mistakes and his season now starts next week to have Rangers and Celtic um, two out of your your three games um, is a tough one good point good performance against Dunyan at the first game and obviously Rangers and Celtic who I think are, are far too strong so, but I liked his interview really honest still a bit of work to be done he's wanting to bring in a couple of players Jones is still out injured um, it's a blow isn't it I do think yeah. with the experience that Derek's got I think Kamala will be, f- be fine um, and again that's a big one going up to Dingwall Oof. he needs to make yep. sure he, mm. he gets something but I think throughout the season 
you'll see Kilmarnock steady, steadily getting better and better and they'll be fine. They were in the shorts at the weekend, weren't they? Him and Tony Doherty. Yeah. 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 And then Ange Postacoglu's got the full <laughs> Slater's gear on. He must have been sweating, Ange Postacoglu. Surprising that he's jumping on. He's always got his jumper on, isn't he? <laughs> really quick break, then we continue looking back at the weekend and looking forward <laughs> to this weekend and tomorrow night, Champions League qualifier. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Barry Ferguson Mark Weedy Paul Cooney no James McFadden he's been on everything else all weekend hasn't he Faddy's on everything Faddy's been in my family room the last three days (laughs) (laughs) did he like the 60 inch telly was he quite happy with it no I know he's uh, he's everywhere isn't he Dundee broth um, Friday was on that and tuned into sports scene to see the highlights he was he boy just, was on yeah. he, lo- he loves the game doesn't get paid for any it just loves <laughs> the game <laughs> thank you Mark <laughs> um, down south the FA have charged Chelsea head coach Thomas Tuchel and the Tottenham boss Antonio Conte with alleged improper behaviour following the match at Stamford Bridge the, the battle of the bridge yesterday um, it was box office stuff wasn't it but they're being charged Matt what do you think I think the FA have got to charge them Paul yeah. Yeah, I think they've got to but in terms of you know for, for, for a viewer and for people inside the ground we, we, we love it but in terms of what you've got to do and, and you're a thought because see if you don't bring them up yeah. you're, you're opening up you know, for everybody else to go and behave uh, you know inappropriately and the thing is I suppose maybe for young people or whatever the example people yeah. say yeah, it's, it's, I mean, not, look, yeah. it's not great for us we like it we we kind of know what it's about we know the yeah. the show business element to it and all that as well but you know two proper fiery temperamental managers you know particularly Conte I know there's about seven inches of a difference in height <laughs> between but I tell you what we <laughs> I don't think I mess with we Conte no. I'll tell you that <laughs> it's, uh, it was some what do you think about tonight Barry Liverpool against uh, Crystal Palace yeah, I think Liverpool yeah. run over the top yeah. of Crystal Palace um, Liverpool Anfield the quality that Liverpool have got. Listen, they never got off to the best starts last week down at Fulham, but Liverpool, man, their, their teams, other squads, fully quality. And the Premier League, 30 years old today. Yeah. Who's the biggest figure ever? Because I was going to ask you about Man United, so I'm not trying to lead you, but who's been the biggest figure management-wise, do you think, in the 30 years of the EPL? Sir Alex, oh, by, by a distance. One. And what do you think? He must be thinking about his club just now. What do you say? He may be, what is, I would actually like to, to ask him what he's thinking. He must be looking and thinking, what is going on here? Yeah. Since he's left that club, yeah. it's just went downhill. Um, but that, I couldn't believe what I was watching mm. at the weekend. 4-0 um, by uh, half-time so, at Brentford. Nothing so, about so, so, No, there's no there's no presence, there's no leaders. You know, I know Why it's easy Harry to Maguire, go back. Sorry. Yeah, well, you know, for Why example, is he still captain? Exactly, uh, Martinez, fifty-five million quid. I mean, honestly, you, you look at some of the the, the money. I mean, De Gea had a shock at the weekend, but De Gea, yeah. over a decade, is probably Man United's most consistent player. Now you think, in the, the end of this season, that'd be ten years from when Saint Alex left. He left in the yep. summer of two thousand thirteen. He left yep. them as champions. I think uh, uh, Ten Hag's our fifth manager since then. Um, and by the way, they've brought in some big managers. It's not sure. Been trying and, and they've spent billions, billions to, to, to try and get there. I see Man United being the way Liverpool were post Kenny Douglas in, in, in the mid to late 80s. I mean, it took them more than 20 years, 30 years to get a title oh. back. I, I can't see Man United being anywhere near. I know we don't know what's going on, but 
they look miles and miles and miles and miles away from it and you know it's I can't think of when Man United are going to win the title again. And bringing it back to Scotland as well. I mean, everyone, we all watch the English football as well as the Scottish. Scott McTominay, I mean, it's such a tough season for him as well. But it's important for us, for Scotland next month. Yeah, he's endured a, a tough time. He, mm-hmm. he gets a hell of a lot of criticism. And, and you know what? I think, again, I think it's unfair. It's unfair. Because he gives it, everything, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he does. He, he, he tries. Has he top quality maybe no but he's a very good player Scott McTominay um, and I, I, I feel for him and, but I'm just looking at Man United and I, I, I just I mean I, we grew up watching Man United with the Sir Alex Ferguson teams with the they weren't just a good football team they were a, a, a team that were mentally tough on the pitch I just think teams run all all, all over the top of them um, they look soft they're a soft touch and you're talking about Man United here. I think it could, they're, they're miles, miles behind Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham. In my eyes, have they got to try and get Ronaldo away now? We know he's an amazing, one of the all-time greats, but it can't be helping the dressing room, is it? Uh, oh, if they don't bring in somebody though, I know. Sure. Paul, yeah, he's our biggest match. He's a, he's the for me. And I know Rashford's got a bit about him, but. Sancho I mean what did they pay 80 million or something to, to get Sancho no, this time yeah, last year they, yeah. they, they waited yeah. a year to go and get him Man City got Haaland for what 53 yeah. million yeah so you, you look at it um, yeah I can, I can see why you know, Ronaldo it's the end of an era it's, but he's he's only one guy just now at the club I think can actually go and win them games so if you, you're going to get rid of him you know they're, they're the bottom half of the table rather than top half of the table and they're saying that Man United need to bring players in but see top players what are you playing top competitions Champions, Champions League Champions League yep. no in the Champions League is Ten Hag going to do the job is I don't know I was time? just watching it because the, the camera did pan him quite a bit during the game and I thought he looked shocked yep. no wonder I, but I think everybody was shocked um, watching it but it's a tough job I think that's a total clean out I do honestly a total clean out We'll talk more about it as the week goes on. Back to Scotland then when you look at this weekend and looking forward to tomorrow night for Celtic 5-0 yesterday at Kilmarnock. You know, days like this, you can sort of just try and get through them and, and sort of get your win and, and, and leave, but you know, that's not the kind of football team we want to be. You know, Every game gives us an opportunity to play our football and, and, and try and be as dominating as we can. And, um, you know, if it doesn't work out, it, it's not because we haven't intended to do so. So, you know, we don't need to make excuses at the end of it. We just try and play our football and uh, like I said, we got our rewards. Jota had another claim for goal of the season, albeit just game three. And Carl Starfelt, his first ever goal. Here's the manager. Yeah, look, uh, as I said, you know, there's different ways you can score goals in a game of football, and um, your position shouldn't um, stop you from doing that. If you're in that area, you just you take your chances. And um, yeah, it's Carl Starfelt's first goal for the club, and I know he's been trying hard, so um, a memorable one for him. And Mark Celtic now they're free until Sunday against Hearts. Is yeah. that a good thing or not? I, I, I think they would prefer to have two games a week. Uh, but I think that's why they'll be, they'll be you know naturally they'll be champing at the bit for the for the Champions League to start. And, you know because it will be from the start of September. You're kicking off the month uh, with the Old Firm game um, September the third, and then you're absolutely non-stop until November the twelfth when they break up for the World Cup, and then you know three-week uh, rest period. So. I think Celtic are welcome that they've got a big enough squad uh, to handle it to look forward to it and um, you know just the way that the manager's been speaking the way the players have been playing 
um, you know, I think Celtic feel that they, they you know, are going to win the league again. And I think they feel we'll, we'll see the draw next Thursday. We're all going to be excited about that. But I think they feel they can they can make a dent in the Champions League. And by that, I mean get points on the yep. board and not finish bottom of their section. You know, it's they're not going to win the section. It's about whether you can finish second or, or, or finish third. I think that's obviously the aim. And Barry, Sunday, Celtic against Hearts. We'll talk about it later in the week. Mm-hmm. But um, that was... a. A difficult one for them at the start of last season they lost so much has happened since then but it's always a great game isn't it it's one of your favourite grounds so I'll come and I don't think they'll set back back hearts I think they'll come and, and they'll play a certain way to try and win the game but again if Celtic are at it the quality they've got for me yeah. um, it's Celtic all day long and I'll maintain that even Rangers at 12, uh, 12.30 on Saturday going to Easter Road Um yeah. Even with changes in the team, I still feel expect Rangers to, to win it pretty convincingly. Because you don't reckon they're going to drop many points, if any? No, Martin made a, good, a brilliant other. point. I think it was only 10 or 15 minutes into the show, and I agree with him, and I've said that to a few of my mates. I think five, six points, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it's 100% going to come down to the old firm games. Who produces on the day? A season like no other, Mark, you reckon? Aye, yeah. I mean, as I say, I, I think this kind of reminds me of, of just over 20 years ago when it was advocate against a Neil's um, team that, that, that Barry was uh, a part of Dick's team. Um, that, in terms of the level that they're at and the gap between them and the opposition. And, uh, you know, the, 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 there will be an off day, you know, where you, you maybe drop two points or check your away time. You might even lose a game, but over the piece, um, September the 3rd. First old firm game, first Glasgow derby, whatever you want to call it, Celtic Park, lunchtime kickoff, live on Sky. Important not to lose that game, but see if somebody wins it, Paul, what a huge boost that's going to give you if there's a team leaves Celtic Park that afternoon with the three points in the back. Barry, we've got Sky in the background. I don't think we're going to see the two managers running up and down like that, are we? The way that Tuchel was last night with uh, with Conte. No, well, if you're in Rangers managers, you need to run past all the Celtic <laughs> fans. Well, I wouldn't fancy that. Um, but listen, what a game that's going to be. I, I think they're, they're going to go in to this old firm game. Well, I firmly believe if they're on it and their attitude's spot on and their mentality's right, both Rangers and Celtic are going to that old firm game. Maximum points. And then what a game it's going to be. Before that, a massive game it's the £40 million game tomorrow night and then next week at Rangers squad uh, the depth is good here's the manager well I think that's obvious quality we have in the squad you know we have um, players in every uh, department uh, who have different qualities uh, different strengths depending which which team we play which system you know I can choose you know the perfect 11 and, and, and also make changes in within the game with, with change of tactics and you know change of personnel so I'm really pleased uh, that I have the ability to do so Barry, what are you thinking about your old I colleague? I feel yeah. Gio feels that him and his playing staff are in a, a good place, but they could be in a brilliant place. Um, come 180 minutes. I know there's, they've got to squeeze a game with Hibs in between, but I've got a good feeling just now. Um, it was a slow start with Rangers. They're starting to build, build a bit of momentum now. The last couple of performances, seven goals, some standout individual performances, and they're just hitting a good bit of form at the right time because tomorrow night's a, 
a massive um, occasion not just for the players and the staff but the football club as a whole and the fans yeah, it's not just words is it Mark they've been so important to Rangers um, just the other week against Aye, the Union well, there's no doubt that they helped uh, spook Union mm. the, 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 the turning point in the, in the whole tie was Rangers getting the penalty kick just before half time you know that that gave the, the absolute belief that they could go on and win the game the, the, the fans responded to that as well Tavernier again coping under you know the highest pressure slotting away his penalty tomorrow night they'll be important um, as well I don't think PSV will be spooked as much as what, what Union were I mean, they've got some big performers um, in that team but there's no doubt that during the 90 minutes tomorrow night the Rangers fans will have their part to play and also Paul it's not just about cheering and making the, the stadium noisy and you know it's also about being patient and not getting the players back. So if there's a straight pass, there'll be, there'll be difficult moments where the fans need to stay calm as well because you don't want them getting the players back. And, that. and I don't think that happened, but just remember it's quality opposition. Remember what's at stake, but a wee bit of nerves as well. So the Rangers fans need to make sure that for 90 minutes, they back the team in the right ways as well when, it, when, when, it, when it's difficult. Barry, some of your biggest moments were Champions League and, you know, being the captain of Rangers. What are you thinking about the current captain, James Tavernier? Yeah, listen, the, the leader of the mm. team um, came through a tough period a couple of years ago, a bit of criticism went his way, but he's grew into be a, an excellent player. Over the last seven years, he's been a standout performer and I would like to see his stats in terms of games missing. He's, he's, he's there every single game. And now, at pressure situations, in games, he stands up there. Mark mentioned it was a penalty. It was edgy at that stage. Mm-hmm. A minute to go, lot of pressure, lot of expectation, slots it away. Yep, he's he's um, he's become a great Rangers player. And two or three nil, you think tomorrow night? Yep, I, I'm yep. I'm confident. I'm confident. I think they know what's at stake here. And when you know that, your mindset's right. For me, Rangers have got enough to take a good two or three goal lead over to Eindhoven. You'll be back Wednesday night. We'll talk about it then. We're on tomorrow night before the game with John Hartson and Stephen Cregan. And Mark, you'll be back on Friday. Yep, looking forward to it. Thanks, everyone. Jokel Day is up after the news. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Motability offers from nil advance payment. Visit macklinmotors.com for more info. Let's go, go, go. Service your existing car with us right now. <laughs> And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.